so you are not my target audience <laughs> I'm not okay no so tell me why I follow you I don't know And welcome to Izzy and Gina in Stitches, informal conversation about life in general and art and embroidery in particular, with me, Gina Ferrari. And me, Izzy Moore. Hello, Gina. How are you? Yeah, I'm okay. Thank you. Yes, I think so. (laughs) (laughs) Probably like you, just been busy since we last spoke because I think everything in Ukraine was just kicking off, wasn't it, when we last started? Yeah. And couldn't take that helpless feeling of not doing anything so I've been making sunflowers to sell which has rather taken over my life and my home and my studio <laughs> but I, made, I, I made the decision I, I well I think I've made the last one yesterday I've made 50 of them now yeah and yeah I'm going out to do a talk tonight so I'm going to take the few that I've got left with me sure Let's see if see if I can shift those but yeah so I'm at the stage where I think it's time I moved on and did something for me but I'm not sure what yet right okay <laughs> I'm, I've been impressed because I've seen you on Instagram painting bits of paper and they look fab <laughs> yes I have been actually getting the paints out so uh, okay. yeah so is that what you've been up to tell me um I have been doing that but yes like you I you know what have I been up to I've been giving up sleep for Lent <laughs> That doesn't count because you don't sleep the rest of the year either. <laughs> so, no, I, I had my idea to make brooches. I tried uh, the sunflowers. I have cut out more fabric, but I didn't get very far with them. So I started going off on my own little merry way and I did my little brooches and I turned that into a tutorial. And uh, like you, I think I've made something like 40 odd, which was not my intention. Right. But it's what happened because I made too much of the yellow fabric. It does. Um, what, it is what happened. I, I just sort of, yeah. I, I'd run out of yellow fabric and I said to friends, oh, has anyone got any yellow fabric? And then I was inundated. I thought, well, I've got to use it. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so anyway, so that and the tutorial, um, that's now raised £1,200. Oh, that's amazing. Well done. Which Brilliant. is incredible. But yeah, like you, I sort of think, right, there are other things I need to crack on and do. Um, but that was that was interesting. I'll just touch on it briefly because I got my oh, my first ever sort of nasty comment, actually, about that, yeah, about but... the tutorial thing. And um, it was interesting because <laughs> just thinking about well, when we talk about imposter syndrome the other week, Sure. It was actually nothing I hadn't said to myself. Right. Okay. Um, nearly every time I put something <laughs> out there. So, so in, in a way, it didn't surprise me. It was, it was, you know, you know, why, you know, all these artists cashing in on this. Um, and also, you know, why Ukraine <laughs> and all of this. Yeah. Um, I mean, when I looked into it, it was the person had a problem with the charity that I was raising money for. Right with particular things you know it's to do with vaccinations basically sure um so there was a little there was a personal problem with it which is fine that's that's their business um but in terms of you know the fact that it was a nasty comment it it wasn't anything I hadn't said to myself or questions I hadn't asked myself anyway and yeah and so I was able to sort of you know delete it and move on and in terms of just to clear up, actually, because we have both been doing these things and yeah. on social media, haven't we? And promoting what we're Indeed. doing to raise money for donations. Neither of us have done it with the intention of raising our own profile or getting anything from it other than a few hours less kip. Yeah. And not devoting ourselves to our own work for a week or so. Yeah. <laughs> Which, you know, <laughs> is that crazy? Maybe. No. Yeah. The but only... It's- yeah yeah one thing the one thing the tangible thing that I could could say that I got from it is that I wanted to put the tutorial on course craft because I know how right. to use course craft and I went to set up a new course and it said I couldn't I thought oh no they stopped that at Christmas yeah 
Well, I think it was there for a little bit longer. Was it? Oh, I thought yeah, they were just stopping the new courses as well. It was. They were stopping people signing up, but you could right. do, because I was able to do swells and I don't know, maybe that's because I just reran the same courses. Sure. But no, so I had to use the new course platform. So as well as doing all this stuff, I was like, ah, I have to work out how to do it in a new place oh my word um but that put a bit of a rocket up me because I thought I really do need to move my seascapes course over sure because uh, people are carrying on beyond when course class dies so uh, it got me doing that so I have actually been putting a lot of time into my courses generally which will come up again in what's inspired later on um, and I've been yeah, getting everything ready and they've moved things across for me. And it's all been quite That's exciting, right. actually. Yeah. And then um, in terms of other rockets, up my, up my, my, what's it? Um, I've got a week. <laughs> I've got a weekend coming up, uh, an arty weekend, and I need to have something for the show and tell. Right. <laughs> so, so that's why you've seen the paints have. Talk about have last minute. <laughs> It's not last minute. Show and tell what I've done over the last two or three days, not the last six weeks. <laughs> the, I- the idea, the mm. idea was started back in September and then Fair it enough. crystallized when I joined this group and we have a, a, a project to do and it fits in quite nicely. So finally, yes, I have been starting developing the sketchbook work and this does lead on to our topic actually because the method I'm using that people seem to like on Instagram stuff is from a course that I took last year with Tansy Hagen sure um it's about how to translate or sketch well how to you know your inspirations into sketchbook thumbnails which also is like my 100 day project in my sure. thumbnails and then how to translate that into first collage and then stitch and the way she works and the technique that she shared, it really resonates with me because it's got colour, it's got recycled paper, recycled fabric, and also her own personal background. She is a landscape designer. Right. And that links, you know, so my degree was horticulture and a large part of it. We could have gone down the production route, how to grow carrots or, or the design <laughs> route how to make pretty gardens and I went or and also how to design car parks and things and I went down that route so I could have gone on to do landscape design but I went a completely different direction so so in a way I am like her target audience yes I am I there's so much about what she does that resonates with me and so I just love the way she works and all her courses so uh, do you like that little segue do you think that yeah that was really good and you, you know you kind of actually jumped in because I was going to do a little segue as well shall, shall I do a segue as well you do your segue okay you do yours <laughs> my segue only occurred to me as you were talking just now and you were talking about how we haven't benefited from this fundraising and I was thinking well have I benefited and yes I've got three new newsletter subscribers maybe four or five I don't know but certainly no more than that so they might be my target audience <laughs> who knows yay <laughs> bullet points um whether they'll make much sense I don't know and I don't know that they're necessarily in the right order but uh, <laughs> I mean I started off yeah why do we need an audience what do we need our audience for really because before social media and things like that I mean we both started working before Facebook and Instagram were really a big thing were they I mean I certainly yeah. wasn't using it initially so when we first started out our audience was who we saw in person wasn't it you know you and it's word of mouth, really. I, I suppose you'd get invited to teach somewhere and then people would be there and tell somebody else and you'd get invited to do a talk and so on. But that's how people found you. So your audience was very limited to yeah. where you were actually going out in person. So it, yeah, I, I think it's certainly changed. And I was trying to think, you know, who our actual audience are at the moment and yeah. how that fits into who we want our audience to be. Yeah, I'm kind of wittering on now, aren't I? But I mean, it, it just seems com- complicated. Yeah, it is. It is. It's a multi sort of faceted thing. So, first of all, really, 
who is our audience how how do we know now because like you said before we used to know people or we people we we'd met or people we'd met at shows and they would write down their name on the list and we'd go and add them to our newsletter um how do we know now do you do you ever because I've had a few followers recently on Facebook I was talking about a few weeks ago wasn't I and I had to look and say who are you uh, you don't look like the sort of person who's interested in machine embroidery. Unusual sort of. Hmm. I don't feel my my audience has changed a huge amount. Mm-hmm. So the difference between I mean it's the difference between an actual audience and an online audience, isn't it? Really? Yeah, I suppose. And I yeah. think the majority of my online audience, and, and let's be absolutely honest about this, is probably female. Yeah. And probably over a certain age. Yeah. You know, there, there are some men who follow me. There are some younger women who follow me, but they are not the majority. Yeah. And it's women who perhaps are interested in stitching and textiles and uh-huh. learning from us. Yeah. Mostly. Yeah. And I think yeah. they are a valuable part of our audience. I certainly wouldn't want to lose them. No, definitely. But I, I'm really quite interested now in how you expand and reach other people as well, especially we're doing different things I mean for me I want to be able to sell art and move what I'm doing into that I still get my biggest reactions online if I'm doing textiles yes (laughs) it's it's the way it works but there's I suppose that's because that's how you've built up that audience of people who are following you through doing the textiles that's how they know you all this leads on to so many things so my first question is yes I know (laughs) how you can see me sort of bouncing up and down. I can. <laughs> Still is he? <laughs> oh my oh, Ideas oh. are fizzing. So first of all, can we choose our audience or does it choose us? How does this work? Yeah, I mean, we might want to change it, but we are who we are. And I think all you can ever do is present yourself as the person you are doing what you do and be true to yourself and honest in the way you present on social media I mean I know there are tactics and you can you know on Instagram you can yeah, fiddle around yeah. with your grid so it looks pretty and things like that and, <laughs> well, you can curate who you are but then a little if you do too much of that you, it's not you and so who are you then attracting people who are not interested in what you're doing Yeah, because you say that about the grid um, and about having it say look a particular way I'm actually I, I like when I go and look at someone's profile and there's lots of things I can see that I like and I think oh yes this person is great oh I'm going to follow them um and yeah for sure if there's too much of the sort of stuff that I'm not interested in then I'm probably not going to follow them so it's quite interesting actually think about our own behavior who do we who's whose audience are we in and the people I do immediately follow are the people where I can see a lot of stuff you know every thing they're posting is right. like oh yes 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 and I find myself going through and liking everything so I think yeah. oh I better follow them as well stalking <laughs> I them. yeah I want to see oh no not stalk I no, want to see know. more of it I want to see more of this yeah. I'm liking everything so yes this is good how you know how have I not found you before um but the ones where it's all very very curated and very staged I suppose if right. you like though, though that really turns me off and it's quite obvious, isn't it? Yeah. When it's staged, I think. Yeah. yeah. And if it's all too sort of matchy matchy or where the grid does sort of clever things, I think, nah. You thought about that too much, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that leads <laughs> yeah. us on to something else. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so so yeah, so that's interesting. So I think I'm I'm not sure that we can sort of choose because we're not we're not making a widget are we we're not making a thing so we can't really say we are doing this thing and these are the people that we want to sell it to I think as artists it's very different isn't it and also as teachers there's two prongs it comes to the it comes down to that in the end doesn't it we're we want an audience for our creative work and we also want an audience for the teaching as well. The maybe. classes and things like the that. The classes, yeah. Yeah, sure. yeah. I, I wonder whether it's just come into my mind particularly because I'm shifting slightly in my focus in the yeah. past couple of years. 
And I'm certainly not producing any new textiles. I'm still teaching it and things like that, but I'm not making textile art really. And I suppose my efforts are going into my painting. So I want people to see those and put yes. those out there. But yeah. you know, but I, I, the way I look at it is, you know, we are our target audience as well in some ways. I'm still yeah. interested in seeing what people stitch, but yeah. I'm also very interested in what people paint as well. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's what we are, our target audience. We are. We are our target audience. <laughs> we are our target You and me. <laughs> because it's what we want our audience for. Yeah. Why are you there? What, what, what are you? Well, that, that sounds very clinical, doesn't it? It does. I mean, so, what are you no. for? Why are you, why are you following me? But yeah. really, it's because, yeah, well, I suppose we have to ask ourselves that. You know, why does it matter? It only matters if we sort of what is it we're trying to do are we trying to sell work are we trying to sell a product do we just want to share what we create is it part of being creative you make something and you go look 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 what i did yeah i want everyone to see this and like it (laughs) i like i like this thing look at this thing um so that's my original question wasn't it do we need an audience yeah why do we need this audience yeah yeah really but yes it is because we have a product to sell in terms of teaching yeah we do have physical items we like to sell yeah and so ultimately we're running a business so you can't do that unless you've got people to sell it to can you no but I think going back to my thing about widgets we're not selling a widget we're we when we are selling it's something creative it's got a bit of us in it or it is actually us in terms of like our expertise or whatever so our audience you know, if we want our audience to um, buy from us, I suppose, um, it's it's because there's that relationship there. Yeah. Um, it has to be about, our, our audience has to be people that connect with us, I think. Oh, absolutely. And, you, you don't yeah. just want to be, be here and have a product and sell and it's no, not like clinical that's, or... that's not what we're no. that's not what we're doing that's not why we're doing I mean why we're on social media and why we're building these audiences or whatever it's all quite multifaceted um and I think it's very much an organic thing we do things we share it for whatever reason and other people it sort of resonates with them yeah I guess so I mean, I, I was just thinking about this 100-day project when you share that. I mean, these are little sketches in my sketchbook that I often sit and do nine o'clock at night. They're not things I'm selling or doing anything else. I, I guess it's just sort of putting out there what we're doing so people can see that we're being creative. And I think people see like the projects we're involved in and stuff and then they can follow along. And we're, I think we're both very honest about what we're doing and how we're feeling about it. So yeah. there's that that feeling of sort of being sort of connected in a way to something that's quite I like to think that we're both quite approachable and quite yeah we're definitely ourselves and so our audience are people who sort of can identify that as oh these are people that I might sit and have a coffee with or a yeah exactly indeed but I was also thinking actually just while I was out walking the other day that in many ways that's not it's not just about the selling and promoting I mean you and I both have followed each other yeah on social media for an awful long time now if we're going to be absolutely honest you don't want to buy the stuff I make and I don't want to buy the stuff you make because we can both do it um (laughs) and no but equally you say that I'm not going to do a course with you you're probably not going to do a course with me unless it's something totally different that we know we can't do whereas mostly you could look at what I'm presenting and think yeah I know how to do that and vice versa yeah Yeah, I wouldn't have ever stopped following you and and out of that following and being an audience for each other we've ended up doing this podcast together so sometimes it is just about connections and friendship exactly and I but that's that's what I'm saying I think it has to be about the connection resonating with someone and connecting and identifying with them I think it has to be about that first oh yeah and I think yeah and I think the more we share about ourselves and what we're doing um the people who you know come across us and go oh look like like us when we're looking at people and we think oh look this person's doing this I'm really interested in that I'll follow them other people will do that with us 
and then the people the more we share and the more and then people think actually you know this is going off on a tangent that I'm not really that interested then we lose those people along the way but it's that's why it's an organic sort of thing it's changing changes all the time and um growing yeah and we've spoken about this with newsletter subscribers who are followers obviously yeah and you know you, you lose some every time you put out a newsletter you will lose some and it doesn't serve us or them for no, them to continue to follow not. us if they're not interested anymore does it so you know you have to accept this organic changing yeah exactly I think situation. it's part of it and the way I see it the way I sort of visualize it so like in terms of say attracting people who are interested in things beyond the textiles because we're both doing things beyond the textiles Uh, it's like um my friend mike cruikshank he's he was known he's a very well-known watercolorist right in sussex and his paintings have been on lots of greetings cards you can buy them in the local shops and that was his thing watercolor and he teaches it um all about the watercolors and then he (laughs) he started sneaking in the old oil painting right into his exhibitions and first of all there'd be like one and then you know next time there might be two (laughs) and now and now nearly all his new work that he puts into his exhibition he's got a beautiful exhibition space um right one time when you when you're down when they're open again we'll we'll go um it's a converted little it's a little when I say converted barn it sounds very grand it's quite a little barn right but it's on his property and it's been done up as a art gallery and his ex-wife used to teach pilates there okay so I used to go and have pilates in this little art gallery it was <laughs> oh, lovely <how> lovely <laughs> <laughs> so um his his new partner does abstract acrylics um and they're amazingly colorful um but i'm going off on a tangent anyway his oil paintings are now the bulk of his new work but he still does prints of the watercolors and he still teaches watercolors and i think he still does it you know the odd bit but most of his work is oil painting and that has been a process of 15 years i think okay turning it it takes time doesn't it yeah Yeah. so at first people like oh oil painting that's not what I like (laughs) that's not what I so it's like it's sort of like um turning around an oil tanker (laughs) it feels like it yeah the way I see it so because one way of doing it would be to just say well I'm not doing that anymore I want to do this and just you know delete your mailing list or whatever delete your Instagram and then just start something new but it's starting from scratch and and it's far nicer if people who you know who are interested in what we're doing if they come along for the ride as well yeah and as you say you may lose some of them as they think well actually no I'm not interested in this new direction fine but hopefully you're gaining some as well yeah it's quite hard though isn't it it's hard losing people it is hard yeah um but I know I there's a, well, there's at least one one of my ladies um, who has um, now started dabbling in paint because right. she, I can't remember how how the conversation came about, but she sent me an email and I said, oh well, well try this, you know, get get this color and that color and then blah 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 blah, and she was off and running and she says, oh thank you, and she would never Brilliant. really have tried. Uh, if she yeah. hadn't been part of my audience anyway and then seen what I'm doing and then I was able to so but yeah, I mean I uh, still find textiles interesting I just li- don't really have that desire to make art with fabrics anymore yeah having said that I made that big wall hanging recently yes only because I was having a clear out of my studio and I thought either I do something with all this fabric or it goes in the bin or, you know, it's been sitting in a bag as a kit, the dyed fabrics for so long. And yeah, that was one of my most engaging <laughs> And it sold, which is lovely because, and the recipient likes it. I heard today, bless her, she said she, oh, she sent me a message to say, oh, I'm so pleased. That's <laughs> she fantastic. She didn't know it was a surprise. So yeah, that's, that's fantastic. Lovely. Yeah. But so, you know, you've still got that audience. But in fact, interestingly, it was a young girl who bought it from me. 
so not necessarily my usual followers who bought it for her mother-in-law so well you say you know like your usual followers because uh, because I was I was looking at say my audience because I was saying I have to move things over to Podio and blah 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 and setting up things over there instead of just having a list of courses you can actually have like a front page to introduce yourself and your teaching almost like a brand page so I thought what would be nice would be to have at the top some sort of you know who am I why am I here so like a mission statement right and I thought well I can't write that until I know actually who my audience are I had to, I had to work backwards and then I thought really? okay but you can surely because your mission statement shouldn't be for your audience it should be what you're about yeah I know but no people. but it was to do with the teaching specifically because right. it's for podia okay it was for the courses so I thought well why am I teaching this stuff right so it, it did have to be for the audience if it was just my website Right, about okay. me and everything I'm doing yes it's it's much more Fair personal enough, yeah. but this was my teaching so I thought why am I doing this that's a dangerous question <laughs> yeah don't, don't go there <laughs> I try um, not to ask that <laughs> but then I thought okay right who am I teaching what what is this all about and I first of all I thought well that's impossible because I could the only generalization I really could say is that so far on the courses it's women but that's about it because I know there has been a range of ages and that's about the only general in terms of location they're all over the world so I I really had to think about it in terms of well okay well why are they doing a course with me and not say with that person and I really had to unlock it and I think I came up with it and I was just so chuffed with myself because (laughs) it I thought we have to sort of know who we're targeting these things for if we're wanting to sell them. So we do have to define our audience. Yeah, I suppose. But at the same time, we don't want to turn anyone off or turn anyone anyone away. Yeah. You don't want to exclude anybody accidentally by sort of honing in and narrowing who you think you're aiming at yeah but we're definitely not our audience is definitely not everybody (laughs) it's definitely not everybody with the sewing machine you know it's more nuanced so what I came up with actually I thought it's anyone who feels they're creative but they're not sure or they're not quite sure where to go with it or whatever anyone who wants to have fun when they're learning this is not the the courses I teach they're not like a city in guilds where you're going through a syllabus and it's all quite serious anyone who wants to learn machine embroidery really because that's what I've done so far and but also I've put anyone who can resonate my various sort of challenges like dealing with clutter or creative block or you know how to start and, and overthinking because if if my manner and if the sorts of things that I go off on little deviations about are going to irritate you, you probably don't want to be in my audience. Yeah, I hadn't even thought about that side of things. Yeah. <laughs> if our personalities really irritate yeah. everybody. But I but I know, I know for a fact there's at least one person who's champing at the bit for me to do a course about decluttering. Really? How yeah. can I have a whole course about decluttering? this is you and me different isn't it i refer you back to stuff (laughs) i refer you back to overthinking (laughs) yeah okay (laughs) no i know see that's the thing so you are not my target audience (laughs) i'm not okay no so tell me why i follow you i don't know (laughs) oh are we saying is this a is this a goodbye (laughs) not for the courses it was nice to know you no, but remember, this is for the oh, courses. No, I know. Yeah. So. yeah, but you're not my target audience for courses because... Yeah. Not everybody who does my courses is an overthinker or has a huge amount of clutter, but I bet bet you quite a lot of them do. Yeah, but I bet a lot of the people who follow me do. And to be honest, despite our differences in personalities, I've got a huge amount of clutter. You should see my studio at the moment. It's unbelievable. 
<laughs> you oh, know, I don't always practice what I preach. <laughs> I have moments. Same. Anyway, but no, I so I have actually put quite a lot of thought into it. And I thought at the end of the day, yeah, you have to sort of em- embrace who you are. We can't pretend to be anything we're not. We're not selling widgets. Sure. We're just being ourselves. And we have certain things that we make and we would like to sell. We have certain things that we do and we would like to sell. But it's not that's not why we do it, is it? No, no. I mean, I'm not sure why I do it. <laughs> oh, stop it. I'm really tired. I just can't think. I can't think as much as I usually do, which isn't much. But anyway, you do it because you. I think you do it because you can't help yourself. You're a creative person, and it will out. No, I. I I have to. Yeah, yeah, I have to. One way or another, I have to create something. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I was thinking about you know my little foray into cake baking about three or four years ago as well, and how that. Yes. Now that was like starting a brand new audience. Yes. And it was very local. Um, I didn't do things like newsletters or stuff like that, but I did have a Facebook page. And that that was a completely different audience. But then I also had would go, I think I've probably said before, would go places and people would say, Oh, so you've stopped stitching now then. I think because it was so different. Right. Like, no, I'm still doing that. And in terms of income, I my bookings went down for my classes. Oh. I didn't I and it was replaced by the cakes. So my income didn't change because the idea was to supplement because I wasn't earning enough, basically. Yeah. I thought, well, I've got plenty of time. I can make cakes. I can do that as well. And it was an either or. And people were very blinkered with that. I don't know whether because it was just totally different. Just totally different. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, to me, it was still another creative outlet. It was just. Yes. But that was part of my. And A, it was hard work. And I thought, well, this has actually not changed what I'm doing I'm really tired let's go back and, and people say oh yeah. so you're not making cakes anymore then <laughs> <laughs> oh yes she does oh do yes she does occasionally I see them but, in your um, stories yeah but the um painting I suppose is more organic mm-hmm. within the stitching it's still a making pictures and creating things and, but what um, I was going to say was though there will be some people who were in your audience say before you did the cake baking who were just there for the stitch sure and when you went off doing your cakes they were like well that's not what I signed up for I don't want to know about cakes off I go and there will be some people probably the majority of your audience who are interested in the stitch they're interested in the cakes they're interested in you know the dog (laughs) um, or whatever else the dog the dog always is a popular thing to yeah. post about on social yeah. media yeah true exactly so you know and those people stick with you and this they are yeah. the sort of people who are also interested in lots of different things lots of different yeah. creative pursuits sure. and same with me I doubt very much if I have anyone in my audience who is just interested in embroidery and that's it because or maybe there is I don't know but like I say, when I then go off on one, or I'm talking about this, or I'm talking about that, maybe they are the people who then think, oh, hang on a minute, I didn't sign up for a, a blog post all about decluttering or, I don't know, making True. whatever it was we did with those loopy baskets. Or... <laughs> that was a diversion. I, yeah. I look at that and or think, whatever. I'm never making another one of those. <laughs> But it was a lovely day. But that's different, isn't it? That's that's a different need in us. But so actually thinking about the cakes, I'm just gonna, <laughs> you say a different audience. The question I then always got asked was when you'd go and teach is, are you bringing cake? <laughs> there you go. You see? <laughs> and it became a thing. Target audience. Yeah. Stitch and cake. Yeah. In my regular classes, they knew I brought cake at the end of term. I always did. <laughs> There'd always be leftover cake and things like that. So, yeah interesting <laughs> yeah so i think i think i mean my conclusion is that it's an organic thing we can't choose all we can really do is be ourselves and the people who connect with us and resonate with us will be in our audience and those oh. who don't won't and if we change and we change what we're doing then that will that will change. organically change the audience yeah. yeah 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 i'd like to get more people though 
how do you get more? <laughs> I suppose it's about well, you can either just do more, or you could be in more be in more places. Yeah, it just grows or, organically. I think. Yeah. Again, it's you can't really force it, can you? No, and I think a huge part of it. So, like with coming up with my mission statement or whatever because I, I deliberately tried to phrase it as well so that it wasn't just embroidery. And actually, if you go to my Podia site, which you can't do at the moment, I haven't put the, I might put the link in the show notes, actually. Yeah, do. Yeah, I, want yeah, to I, I think I'm, al- I'm almost, <laughs> almost ready. I'm sort of mm, trying to get everything ready and not quite there. Um, but I deliberately didn't want it to be sort of stitch-centric, because yeah. I don't necessarily want to just do embroidery courses. I want to do something slightly different as well in the future, yeah. not to not do the embroidery. But anyway, this is all leading on to uh, my what's inspired anyway. Okay. The only other question I've put is, is our audience different on different social platforms? Uh, yeah, I think so. Slightly. Yeah. Slightly, yeah. What do you yeah. think? Yeah, hard to tell. Yeah, no, it is different. Big, bigger on Facebook. I have a bigger audience on Facebook, largely because I've been there for far longer. I yeah. think I've been there for over 10 years now. I think it was 2011 yeah. or something. That I makes a difference. My page, yeah. And I know that because quite often what I do, I'll post something to Instagram and then it will also go to Facebook at the same time. Yes. So the same thing. And I know that I'll get likes on Instagram and maybe like a one word comment or a yay or oh, that's nice. Mm-hmm. And then on Facebook, it's more of a conversation. OK. And people will leave a longer comment or we'll start a little chat, you know, sort of, oh, how right. did you do that? Or blah, blah, blah. Um, and you know, and some some things will go off and have a life of their own then and other people will comment on their comments. And so it's much yes. more sort of uh, engaged on Facebook, I suppose. See. But saying I've, that, I've had a though, thought now. Yeah, saying mm. that, though, it's the same core of people generally yeah. on Facebook, whereas on Instagram, sometimes it's different people. I'm not really sure. I haven't really dug into the back of Instagram to see yeah. who it is. I mean, this is awful because I just don't want to pigeonhole our audience. But, you know, I, I started by saying, yeah, our audience is mostly female and is mostly over a certain age. There are others, but that kind of forms the majority. And I personally think that age group is more comfortable on Facebook. Right. Oh, okay. They were on Facebook first. Whereas Instagram, certainly when it came out, not so much now, was yeah. very much a young person's platform. Yeah. Okay. Because, I mean, I don't do Twitter, so I don't actually have much of an audience there. That's different. So I, ha- I can't answer that one. But so it's really yeah. mostly Facebook and uh, Instagram. Yeah. I have got Twitter, but it's a different sort of audience, isn't it? I think people yeah. mostly go on to Twitter to rant. Yeah, that's why I avoid it. I don't like it. Yeah, I think that's a very different, there's a different reason for going on to Twitter. But yes, I think you're right, actually. Facebook is, yeah, possibly an older audience, I think. Yeah, because younger people, so like my daughter's generation, they don't really use it. They use Instagram far more and things like Snapchat and stuff like that and TikTok. Yeah, that's what made me think. That the youngsters have given up on Facebook mostly, haven't they? Yeah. Really? I think if there's just one thing when you say, you know, who else would you like to reach? I would like to actually reach a younger audience as yes. well as the older one. I mean, obviously the older people are there and that's great and they support you, but you know, you want people coming up who are going to be interested in what we do as well. And yes. And be interested in machine embroidery in the future and things like that. Yes. Yeah. But I think that audience is there definitely on Instagram. Yeah. And yes. well, when you say how to get a large audience have you investigated tiktok no (laughs) (laughs) no size no (laughs) it's it's the real real thing 
it's the same sort of thing as reels, isn't it? It's so much effort. <laughs> and maybe that's my problem. Maybe I'm getting older. <laughs> Very quickly, we have I have printed off our stats for this podcast. Okay. Um, so just very, very, in- just very, very quick look. So in terms of our plays or downloads, that's nearly at 17,000. Woo. All time. That's a lot. <laughs> our estimated audience is small but growing. Um, that's what we I want think to hear. Quite, quite niche. Probably. <laughs> probably is quite niche. People who like to hear us witter on. <laughs> Um, and interestingly, we are 87% female. Right. Okay. Yeah. And 7% male and 6% not specified and 1% non-binary. And you are right though, more than 50% is 60 plus. Yeah. 33% 45 to 59, but nearly 10% are in sort of mid thirties. That's good. Yeah. And then there's a little... We love you you all. We do love you all. And then there's a little sort of spattering of people sort of down to sort of naught to 17s. We've got a 1%. Oh, wow. Yeah. So people are there. So it's not there. People are there. It's just obviously, you know, the bulk of people have come from things like the classes and whatever. And they're the people, they're the people with the time. Oh, yeah. And the people who are just invested in us they've known us a long time yeah. and you know and they're people we kind of know as well yes. a lot of them aren't they so it's yeah, i mean it's this important. this in a way has um reminded me of the embroiderers guild that sure. i used to be part of because eventually we had to fold after over 40 years because the same people had been on the committee yes. every year for donkey's years some people had done each job three times yeah same as ours yeah, we weren't yeah. getting young people in because they couldn't do a Saturday afternoon. I mean, yeah. what person in their 20s or 30s will spend a, a sunny Saturday afternoon in a dusty church hall looking yeah. at slides of embroidery? No matter how how interested they might be, they wouldn't have the time, not on a Saturday afternoon. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, that's family time. That's people doing ballet classes and what have you and and that was our audience in the beginning to sort of take it right back to the beginning when we didn't have social media they were the people who had the time to come to things like embroiderers guilds and and so on like that and and embroiderers guilds yes there are some men but not many and again so you've got that audience is where we started exactly and it goes back to that sort of tanker thing isn't it those yeah. are the people, those are the people who are on the tanker in the first place, you know, as we're chugging along. And you don't want them falling off necessarily. You want them to stay with you. No, you don't want them falling off. But you'd like to expand. But you want to have other people jumping on as well. But they are there. They are there. So I think, uh, yeah, do not lose hope. Oh, no, I'm not. No, no, no. <laughs> no, it's just once you start thinking about it. Oh, don't do that. No, I know. I, I should know that, shouldn't I? Thinking's dangerous. <laughs> Have you got any diversions and discoveries? <laughs> yes, and they're all things that I've mentioned so far, actually. Um, but I did have to think about this. Um, it wasn't immediately ob- obvious because right. I've just been so flat out doing the whatever. Yeah. So firstly, I've been very inspired by my own 100-day project, actually. Fantastic. I've stuck with it, Gina. I have. I've fallen off the wagon a day or two because I was busy. I think I missed one, but didn't miss it, if you see what I mean. Yeah, I've got the same, If I because I've, I put all mine on my Instagram highlights, and I thought, right, yeah. I'll have every day. I'm missing a day 16. And I thought, oh, I, def- I definitely didn't miss day 16, so I, no. I have a clue what I did that day. Sure, I have, okay. Yeah, I'm still doing it, and it's consistent. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. yeah, and that's what I wanted. I wanted that consistency. And I've even started, so it has got me thinking, you know, I'll go outside, sit outside for my coffee and I think, oh, I'll just go and grab my little book right? and I'll do a little something. It's got me thinking, oh, what's today's little sketch going to be? And just the first thing that catches my eye, but it's got my brain thinking, oh, what are we going to do? So that is exactly what I wanted it to do. 
and I've started in the evenings as well I've started doodling and so I'm feeling very inspired by this and going back to what I was talking about with my little painted things at the beginning I've signed up for another Tansy Hagen course have you <laughs> I have I've been inspired to sign up for another one uh, totally I'm her best best audience um <laughs> <laughs> and so she is doing a course, I think it's something like draw, sleep, draw. I'm doing it later right. in the year, but I can see already what people do in the course at the moment are doing. And it's sort of what I've started to do with my little evening doodles. So I'm I'm very excited about that. I would be draw, sleep, draw. Does that make you you mean you have to sleep in the middle? <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. I hope it's gonna do do something for the sleep. I hope she has tips. <laughs> And then also because of doing the brooches and stuff, I have been inspired by what I can do when I put my mind to it. When I yes. put my mind to it, when I've got a reason and I'm motivated, I can do stuff. Yeah. So that's that's been yeah. good. Um, that's felt good, even though it's exhausting. But then part of what that was was the podia stuff, moving yeah. all my courses over and having them all. So the one that was copied first, the seascapes, all the contents there, but it's all over the place. It's like, right. oh, my goodness, this is just oh, all the formatting is off and it's all. ah. So I've had to do a lot of tidying up on that. And it's getting under this under the hood, as it were, under the, you know, into the nuts and bolts of how it all mm. works. And as I've been going along, I've realised well, how it's different to course craft but also it's got possibilities okay and so I, I could if I wanted to I could do a membership but I could also I thought you might like this I could also do coaching calls wow if I, if I upgraded <laughs> to the next level I could do coaching calls and I was thinking an hour with Izzy and Gina gets that free <laughs> thank you I, I could charge money for this people do you want to talk to me first <laughs> and I can tell you what's involved <laughs> <laughs> don't go there don't go there but no that has inspired yeah. me and actually putting the little tutorial together I thought actually yeah I mean the reason I did it was because yeah, I'm quite good at this sort of stuff you know blowing my own sure. trumpet I can do it I can do the videos and stuff and I quite like it and you make them look really nice don't you as Thank well you. And yeah nice I mean say so. yes. when I was first thinking about doing this I saw you, you let me in on one of your courses didn't you and I just I was very impressed had a little poke around and then thought I can't do it this fancy forget it I'll do it my own way <laughs> <laughs> so so you know having said you know I've done my mission statement and kept it very sort of not stitch centric actually by doing the stitch and this little thing it's inspired me to do more stitchy courses actually I've got ideas um, I think it's new I think anything new it is me. we need new things don't we sometimes just yeah. to stimulate us and yeah goes yeah. going again how about you <laughs> well again I didn't really think I had anything and then Yesterday, through Connected Artists, I was watching an interview with somebody I'd seen before. It's an artist who lives down in Brighton, Faye Bridgewater. And as she always introduces herself, it's Bridgewater without an E in the middle. <laughs> but we'll put a link. And she's very, very, very bubbly. And she was talking about target audiences and attracting audiences. And I suppose in some ways, A, she's inspiring because her art is fabulous. It's just right up my street, bright colours. and just quite joyful and she's quite a joyful person and quite an inspiring person and she it was just little tips like when she doesn't she's on instagram all the time she takes pictures all the time she doesn't really curate it that much from the sound of it and she did a lovely example because she had a picture in the Saatchi gallery which was a big deal and there was a, a super picture of her sort of standing in front of her picture going sort of ta-da but what she'd done, she'd, she'd not only tagged the Saatchi gallery, like invisible tags in the picture, she'd got a tag on her bracelet of the person wearing her bracelet. She tagged her hair because she'd had her hair cut by her hairdresser. And her hairdresser's local in Brighton and knows other people. She tagged her dress because it was a big deal to go out and buy a new dress. So she's getting the hairdresser brigade, the, you know, the, the stylists, the... 
and they are, might be people who are interested in art not necessarily sitting at a machine and doing machine embroidery type of thing so I think there are ways you can attract because that I think that was my big question is our target audience how do you attract those people who don't know they're going to like you yes that's true we didn't talk about or that. like what you do and so that to me, and, and that's why she she really inspired me and I think it's made me think more about Instagram posts not that I want to curate them but when I do put a post up what purpose is it serving you know why am I doing it so but anyway so Fay Bridgewater has inspired me excellent next time we are thinking about it's one of my specialist subjects isn't it yes we're we're talking about overthinking i put a board on trello did you see what i said i didn't know i I just put episode 36 overthinking i've got no thoughts about this (laughs) (laughs) leave it with me (laughs) okay (laughs) you're dreading it already it might be the izzy show next time (laughs) we'll see anyway thank you very much for listening we hope that you enjoyed it and if you did we'd be really grateful if you could leave us a review on itunes or share in your instagram stories and consider subscribing wherever you listen to podcasts because it all helps and we would love to hear from you um so please do you know get in touch Um, send us a message or send us an email we'll both send a newsletter with the link to this podcast because we genuinely want to know who our audience is and get to know you true yeah Mm. because it's all about that connection um so please do get in touch and uh and uh we'll start a a little conversation that would be lovely And so, yes, next time, my specialist subject. And meanwhile, you can find us at ginaferrari-arts.co.uk and isabelmore.co.uk. So until next time, bye. Bye. Oh, what's it called when you put letters together and it spells a word? I don't know. <laughs> Spelling? Oh, come on. Um, <laughs> what is that thing? bother <laughs> can't help you you'll remember when we stop recording yeah well it's not an anagram it's uh it's not an anachronism it's about something else entirely it's uh ah that thing where you put <laughs> blank i'm at a i'm at a loss for words it doesn't happen often <laughs> <laughs> an acronym an acronym is it an ac- no is it acronym that's what i just said acronym yes yeah that's what i said (laughs) oh got there in the acronym no it's an acronym okay (laughs) i thought you said an acronym well i did an as in a yes one acronym anyway (laughs) anyway Thank you for listening if you like the music it's by ixon and you can find it at soundcloud.com ixon and the link is also in the show notes <laughs>